Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We got two home run races, Judge and Pools, the AL Mid with a huge series, 24 innings in one day. Players only. What no. is going on, everybody? Can't swing hard enough. Coach Storielli, Coach Ploof, Coach Davis Wimbledon on the ones and twos. September 19th, two and a half weeks, Trevor Ploof, from knowing every playoff matchup. We will be diving into that. We're going to be doing talking baseball every damn day during the playoffs because mm. we're built different. And here we are today. Man, two guys hunting down history, judgy, pool hosts. The Guardians potentially a series away from burying the AL Central as they have the White Sox coming up. And so much more around the league. Some young guys on the Braves. Trevor, how are you doing, big dog? You had a big weekend. I did have a big weekend. Um, a lot of good baseball. Got to watch some of that. I had some extracurricular, if you will. You know, I went to Herge's party. It was excellent. Was I rubbing elbows with sharks? Yes. yes. Sharks have elbows, people. That's People don't know that. Um, then, yeah, I went to the football game yesterday. Rams took a victory there. Tough one, but they they... They held on there. It was good. Good weekend, but a lot of good ball here. Um, I know you were at a wedding. Yeah. Um, how was that? How was your weekend? Did you get some watch some baseball? Uh, always. Uh, the yes. weekend weekend revolves around baseball. Congrats to my cousin Dean who who got yes. married this weekend. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of a lot of people turning up. Uh, you know they they have a place on. My Uncle Pete, the river down there gets pretty rowdy, so there's a rowdy bunch. The DJ was turning it up. Um, pushing P. I was pushing P. Came back, watched the Brewers beat up my Yankees a little bit. Saturday night, late night, 15 innings. Guardians, Twins, does it get any better? It does not. It absolutely does not. Uh, so I... I had a good weekend. I just told you in BBD, and you guys laughed at me. Uh, I have another wedding next weekend, obviously. Uh, and then it's like all like this week for me is Judge break the home record, home run record, maybe Pujols for seven hundred. Wedding this weekend, and then I'm in playoff mode, bro. Like I'm, you know. Couple ice baths, maybe a massage, but I'm like ready to deal this postseason. Are we gonna have to do that? Make sure our body is right so we can go every single day. I mean, we're athletes. We gotta. Yes. We just don't have a bat. We have a mic. That's what people are saying. <laughs> <laughs> They're not saying that. But you know what? Yeah. People who talk all the time and dude, I can't. I talk so much. Right. I'm like sick of it, but. People do things like, do you think that we should have a regimen here? Like a, a throat yeah. lozenge, yeah. maybe a tea with some honey. How now brown cow type stuff. Sometimes I get a little slurry with my words as I, uh, I'm talking, I'm tired, whatever it is. So like I need to pronunciate mm. as we get into these playoffs. I, uh, it's on me. It's on me. When you come out to visit, I think I got something for your throat. Uh, let's get into the baseball seat geek, the geeks of seats. 
If Albert Pujols is playing around you, go get a ticket to that game. You might see something that might not be done again in your lifetime. If Big Aaron Judge is playing a baseball game around you. I know, I bought two two game tickets on SeatGeek for this week. Tuesday, Thursday. I'm watching history, people. Done. Uh, and SeatGeek, they are the geeks of seats. And with code TALKING, you will get $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. Download the app. It's crazy easy to use. Connects to my Apple Pay. I just press two buttons, and I've got tickets to go watch Judge break the home run record. Whoops. That's like Apple's paying for it. It's basically, basically. That's code, not how it works. Code TALKING, $20 off your first SeatGeek order. Uh, are you ready for some National League, Trev? Because I got to tell you what, we've got some sweep week here. Yeah, it's a big sweep week in the yeah. National League. Yeah. There's some what is you doing babies on the other side of that too. Oh. Uh-oh. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Get into it. Why don't we start off in the big city, the Crosstown Mets in Trevor's Flushing Queen, uh, RIP to the Queen. I think we put her under today. Mets sweep the Pirates. Four games, baby. The Mets, they had been struggling against some of these lesser teams recently. Not in this one. We got Clemente Day. Lindor goes ding-dong wearing the 21. That's important to him. We got Nito throwing out Greg Allen in the ninth and giving credit to Guillaume for the tag. That's when you know we're playing good team baseball when the catcher gives the tag uh, credit on that one. And hey, how about Scherzer returning tonight? We love that. The Mets, they get their four games. By the way, Eddie Escobar, he's been one dotting in September. Our guy. Every day, Eddie. Good for the Mets. They get the four-game sweep. The Atlanta Braves keeping pace with those Mets. They sweep the Phillies. Hey, Philly. No, no, no. We've come too far to do this. But they ran into the bad guys. Max Freed, you know what he does. Spencer Strider setting records, punching people's tickets. The stuff he is doing is absolutely unreal. Ronnie Acuna hit a home run. That it's one of those swings that only Ronnie Acuna's got in the bag. When the ball jumps off his bat, it goes. Uh, also, William Contreras in that final game. Braves sweep them and Phillies get into a dangerous spot in that wild card. That was the one thing you couldn't do. But, like I said, the good teams are sweeping and the Dodgers are a really good team. They sweep the Giants 5-0-7-2, and then they take the final game in extras just to twist the knife. You don't think the Dodgers had a little piss and vinegar against these Giants this year? They went 15-4 against them after the Giants won the division last year. Man, when the Dodgers turn it on, they go. Quickest team to 100 wins since the 2001 Mariners, and man... Uh, they are just a continuous force. Bets with the go-ahead RBI in the 10th to get the sweep. Padres, they can only get three of four from my snakes because the snakes pour out a drink. Jameson, Dre Jameson makes his debut and shuts him out for seven innings. Not bad, kid. 
Snakes win the first game 4-0, but then the Padres come back. Joe Musgrove with a powerful performance. Brandon Drury returning to the place where it started for him. He likes it there. They talk about that a little bit. Uh, big final three games for the Padres as that NL wildcard. You Darvish shutting them out. Snell with a big start. I love it. Cardinals, they take three out of five from the Reds. Five games set. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Uh, TJ Friedel making great defensive plays for the Reds. We love that. I'm no machine. I just Albert. 698 is in the books. It's in the stands. Uh, insanity. I can't believe we are here still. That fourth game is crazy. Quintana, eight shutout. Hunter Green, six shutout. Cards walk it off as Goldschmidt crowns one to third. Niz Kneiser, the, uh, the backup catcher, gets hit with the throw. And then we got a little ex-Yankees fest. Sessa versus Monty in that final game. I love it. Don't care. Rockies take two out of three from the Cubs. These teams ain't been about it for a while. Good pitching matchup. Stroman and Marquez in that first game. You get good pitching in the second one, too. Rockies take two out of three. Not much there for you. How about a little natitude to wrap it down? They take the first two games against the Fish with arms before. Sandy. Complete game. One earned run. His fifth complete game of the year. Sicko stuff. As Some kids did some stuff for the Nats in the first couple games of this series, but... They take it two out of three, and that's what happened in the National League. Yeah. Yeah, I don't you know. You are something else. I am not the same, if that's what people are asking. Mets, 93-55. and 55. They are a game up on Atlanta, who are 91-55, and 55, tied in that all-important loss column. Phillies, we'll get to them in a second. Sheesh. St. Louis, 87-61, and uh, eight-game lead in the division. They will finish that out. The Dodgers have clinched 144. Hello. Uh, that should hit you. This NL wildcard, Trev, my goodness. Uh, the Braves are the Mets. Currently, the Braves are in there, 11 games in to the wildcard. The San Diego Padres are now your second team. Hello, Stimulator. They're a half game up on the Phillies. Four-game losing streak for the Phils. Three-game winner for San Diego. And then Milwaukee is two games back of the Phillies, hoping that them or San Diego can have kind of the ultimate slip-up to catch them. Uh, and that, those are the NL teams that matter at this point of the season, Trev. Uh, so, with that, I think you were going to compliment me, and then I started doing the standings. Do you want to still do that or no? I think I did. Then I said, like, great okay. job. You crushed yeah. it. Or okay, That's all I got for you. I mean, look, dude, you um, the burns are your thing. Right. Okay, so I'm not just going to come pat you on the back every time you do a great one. That's what. That's my job. You're built for that. God, feeling stocky today. Uh, let's go out to your flushing, Trev. Uh, Met sweep four games. <laughs> They, uh, they, they continue to set the tone, keep the pace, uh, and hey, to sweep four teams, any four games, any time of year against any ball club is tough. They do it. Uh, they do it in Mets fashion. They get the starting pitching, um, and man, I cannot wait 
week and a half till that Mets Brave series, but uh, they continue to be the the pace setter in the NL East. Yeah, you do what you got to do against the Pirates. I mean, a sweep is very difficult, especially a four gamer. But when you're fighting for your division life and wanting that buy, I mean, this is everything you could hope for. You wish you gained some games, but obviously, Braves take care of business too. But look, Carrasco, Walker, Bassett, Degrom, and then tonight you get your guy back and Scherzer coming off the oblique thing. Hopefully, he's all right. I mean. This was exactly the type of series they needed. And then you get your guy back, and it's like, okay, we're here at September September 19th. You mentioned Escobar getting it going. Um, like Things are kind of falling into place here. And you're right that it's a massive, massive series uh, coming up here. And I believe we talked about the Mets will have the tiebreaker unless the Braves sweep all the games. Yeah. I believe that's what's going on here. So great time to get hot. Uh, if you're the Mets. Yeah, and they, uh, like you mentioned with their starting pitching, I mean, you you start drooling about the playoffs. We know our guy John Boy loves when he kicked the starter to the bullpen. Um, a, big big drip. Tyler McGill is, is coming back for them. He should be out of the pen. Like you said, Scherzer yep. back tonight. That Yeah, how much fun does that get? If you have DeGrom, Scherzer, Carrasco, Taiwan Walker, Chris Bassett, uh, I mean, who do you kick kick out to the pen? Because you could get a little help there. I mean, uh, Mets fans, sound off in the comments or ask our guy Jerry and and Jolly with Shea Station. Who who do you? I have think Trev? I, I think you go Degrom, Scherzer, Bassett, right. and probably Walker. But then you'll have Carrasco ready to piggyback. Um, you know, you have um, sort sort of some long guys. You know, Tyler's going to go back and be. Um, back in the pen, but you're going to have those guys that are stretched out enough to give you innings in case someone falters. I mean, do you piggyback uh, Walker and Carrasco? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think you need to. Walker's been pretty damn good lately, and Carrasco can kind of just be your long guy maybe, but you could go five, but you want those front-end guys to get more starts. So I think a lot of it, Jake, depends on how Scherzer's feeling. Yeah. I talked about this a little bit um, this morning on Baseball Today, but – Scherzer preemptively took himself out, said he felt like a, a bruising pain in his side. And, you know, that's never good. I mean, typically that means like something's coming. He shut it down, had a good rehab start. Um, but as I told Chris, the intensity you can't match in any bullpen and any rehab start. Like the intensity when he comes and pitches on a major league field is just different. So you got to make sure he's good. And if he's good, then I think that's probably what happens. You pair it down to four, you have a guy that's long and, you run it and you're happy with that because you got four good ones, five good ones. Yeah. I mean, Carrasco, he gets 11 K's in that first game. And you think, you know, he's, I think 96 percentile and chase rate, uh, feels like he coming out of a bullpen, I being the opposing team, I would least rather see Carrasco compared to Taiwan Walker. I think starting pitcher wise, you can expect somewhat similar performances, um, but yeah, I think Carrasco's stuff would play more in the pen. I don't know. I, I'm going to have to bump Jerry and Jolly on that a little bit. But yeah, they're getting some health back there. Our guy Trevor May has, has come back. Um, interesting. And man, you talk about playoff formulas. You know who's running on the Mets right now? Terrence Gore, baby. Uh, <laughs> MLB legend Terrence Gore. And he had a big steal, and then he went to third on the, on the throw. So... They uh the Mets are very much working on on their playoff formula. 
Uh, and the Pirates, they are not. They are not. A lot of uh, people in the chat are saying Carrasco will no doubt be the four kicking Walker to the pen. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Eddie Escobar, hot on and off the field. Your Braves, Trev, they sweep your Phillies. And we've we've been talking about it a lot. And by the way, we're, we're talking about the Brewers in a little bit. Mets, Brewers coming up. Those are two teams. Mets are trying to keep pace in the division. Brewers are trying to keep pace in the wild card. So you talk about that fake September playoff baseball. Uh, those games are going to matter. Braves, 100%. Braves sweep the Phillies. Uh, Freed and Strider, uh, what those guys are about right now is is just kind of unbelievable. And Ronnie, uh, we also get bad news for the Braves in this series. Our guy Albies came back, and now he's out again. Um, but, I mean, for the Braves, they're so loaded. Like, we had a conversation. What are they going to do with Vaughn Grissom? Well, there you go. Sometimes these things figure themselves out. A formula not so different from the Mets. When, when you get Freed going six innings, two. Strider, six innings, one. Uh, Oda Rizzi ends up our guy uh, being the least impressive start, but... Albies with a four RBI day in that one. Acuna, excuse me. So uh, Braves roll and they they keep up pace and the Phillies put themselves in a, uh, uh, oh boy, they haven't been the low man on the wild card in a minute. I'm not going to give them a what is you doing, baby, uh, because it is the Braves and, and you're playing you know in Atlanta. Tough series having to go up against Strider and, and Freed and Odo even does his thing. Uh, but yeah, that race right there, man, like one of these three teams between San Diego, Philly, and Milwaukee will not be in the playoffs. I think if either San Diego or Philly ends up being one of those teams, it's that's tough. Like Milwaukee is, has been on the outside looking in for, for quite some time, man. Uh, so th- if they were to grab a spot, congrats, Milwaukee, you know, you did a good job. If they end up out of it, we're like, okay. Philly's got to be really, really careful. Only two games ahead of them. They lost four in a row, you know, three in this sweep right here. It's, you got to get going. Um, but that's what you have, you know, you're supposed to have stoppers for. I've said, I said this about the Phillies, you know, it's, they're not going to have prolonged losing streaks because they have some of these stopper guys, you know, like a Nola, like a Wheeler. Um, they need that. This can't continue. Like they need to, they need to go into the next series and, and do the thing. And that's I mean, a very obvious statement. But the end of the baseball season is approaching us. Crunch time is here. Two games up on Milwaukee. And I, I think part of the story for Atlanta, because uh, you're right, Trev. I mean, if if Philly or <laughs> you know Philly with Dombrowski. And the Padres with trading for Soto, if one of those teams doesn't make the dance, oh boy. Yeah, and Philly, you know, they crushed it without Harper. Then he comes back, and you don't want to like, like how can that even, <laughs> how does that work? Baseball's a strange sport, isn't it? Yeah, and that's uh, where I was going with Atlanta. Ronald Acuna gets his first two homers of this month, uh, you know, September 19th. He, uh, he goes back-to-back on the 16th and the 17th. And his stats on the year, I, I mean, are not where you think they would be. Uh, basically, only the on-base percentage is. So, you know, when we do everything we've done with the Braves this year, Ronald Acuna hasn't really been Ronald Acuna Jr. this year. He's got a 775 OPS, 
uh, career, he's an 893. So, like, yeah. we have the Atlanta Braves, who are a currently an 88-win team. 91-win uh, team, excuse me. And Ronald Acuna, who I think <laughs> there were some quotes. William Contreras said he thinks he's the best player in the league. Jake Odorizzi says that he's a guy there's no cap on his talent. You know, this is a 91-win team that arguably their best player hasn't been playing anywhere near his peak performance. So if he starts to go, man, these Braves are scary. I uh, I think I've told people on here before, I, I think I placed it on Christmas Day. Must have been a weird Christmas. But I just put, put a little cheddar on the Braves to win it all again. And uh, I don't hate that bet. I wonder why you did that. What, what was the reason? No idea. Um, Christmas always an emotional Christmas, day. Christmas, emotional. Santa probably didn't come to your house. No. Like always. Uh, again. <laughs> That's uh, another year. Santa Claus. <laughs> That's interesting, though, man. And we have some fun stats on the, the Acuna stuff. And we know him and Ozzy Albies are, are boys. And, you know, sometimes you, you feed off a teammate. There's energy there. You know, you like to either one-up each other or you just – there's. There's just camaraderie, whatever it may be. Uh, we got this DM to us mm. by a Braves fan. And uh, June 13th, and why is June 13th meaningful? Well, that's the first time that Ozzy went out with an injury. Through th- June 13th, Acuna, 307, 407, 516 for 923 OPS. After that, since June 14th, 711 OPS. So does he need his boy in the... In the lineup, you know, Ozzy, get on the bench at least, bro. Like, yeah. we need you to like suit up, put the spikes on. No, no terse for you. Yeah, we need to hear the click clat. The put the out. spikes on, bro. That's interesting, though. I Man, I don't really think that's. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's probably cherry picking a little bit, but you know, there could be something there as well. Sometimes stuff works out that way. Uh, if you're the Phillies, like you said, I mean, got swept by a better team. Still got to put this in your rear view because guess what? Off day. Two versus Toronto, which, I mean, Toronto's games still matter. In their head, they're chasing the Yankees, and they're trying to get the pole position in the AL wild card. And then you're facing Atlanta for four again. So, talking about pseudo-playoff games, uh, it's happening. I mean, a huge week for the Phillies. Yeah, there are some... You shouldn't be schedule-watching. We've told ourselves this so much. I mean, there are times where the... You know, sub 500 teams will come up to bite you, but this looks like a tough stretch of games for the Phillies for sure. They got Wheeler going um, on the 21st. They had Gibson going, is that today? What's today? Today, yeah. Or no, he goes, he's going tomorrow. tomorrow. They have the day off today. Gibby, be a stopper. Wheeler, be a stopper. We need someone to step up and do that. That's what you have to have if you're the Phillies. And then, yeah, the Braves come right back into town. Milwaukee doesn't have an easy schedule either. It's, yeah. It's up for the taking, man. Like I said, there's there's two spots for three teams. And that's kind of what you have to love as a baseball fan. One's going to be on vacation early, I guess. Yeah, if you're a, if you're a sicko baseball fan or maybe your your team's kind of out of it, uh how about Zach Wheeler, Kevin Gossman Wednesday night, little Phillies Blue Jays. Um Blue Jays been playing good ball. My guy Chappie's super freaking confident right now. I tell you what, dude, I just got Super tight butthole for the Phillies. It's a bad week to have a bad week, man. And you know what? There is one team. I forget who I was looking at. Their schedule is. It it might even be. 
I don't know who it is. I'll, we'll, we'll get there. I'll, I'll yeah. find it as we go on in the show. But there, there's some tough schedules like the Phillies have, and there's some really easy series or regular season, end of the regular season series. Cakewalk season. Uh, speaking of any team that these guys play as a cakewalk, the Dodgers sweep the Giants. Um, 14th shutout of the year uh, in the first game. That's You're usually going to win those games. Um, and then, yeah, I... Again, there's some historic stuff happening around baseball this year. I know you can always say that. Like, there's the old phrase, you know, Tim Kirkajan, you're, you're always going to see something at the stadium that, that you don't see. Uh, baseball's got away with that. Aaron Judge chasing down the home run, or the American League home run record. We won't do that whole thing. Albert Pujols, I'm starting to talk myself in circles of how crazy 700 is and, like, not that we may never see it again. We like saying that in sports and then we see it, but... We're not seeing it for another, like, 15 years minimum, uh, and that's if, like, Juan Soto continues to be God's gift to baseball. Um, the Dodgers, the 2001 Mariners, I, I know the history books don't talk about them because they lose in the playoffs, but, you know, they were the best regular season team I, I've ever seen. I still remember them. I mean, how cool that team was. Uh, and the Dodgers are the first team to be, like, Somewhat on pace with them in a little while. They, uh, 14 of their remaining 17 games are at home? Like, yes. <laughs> what, Trev? And, you know, Dave Roberts said it the best. At the end of a 10-game road trip, you go into extras against the Giants, your rival, and you somehow scratch and claw and get a, a victory because, you know, Mookie has to go ahead RBI double, but, like, just thinking about that staying in the game and getting that victory. I mean, those, those games singularly like don't mean much, but you start to add up the times where you nutted up. Mm. You, you start to add up. <laughs> There's probably a better way to describe that than <laughs> nutted up, but I just went there, yeah. but you know what I mean? There are times where you have to step up and like, there are hard fought victories and times where you can just say, Oh man, whatever. Like we lose this game. No big deal. It's just one, but the Dodgers just, stack and stack and stack those impressive victories and that's how you get to where they're at man and it's really like for for a team at the Dodgers sometimes it's it's just how you play because you're so good yeah you know some teams have to like dig down deep to get those victories and the Dodgers like if we just go be ourselves we're gonna win this game which is a nice feeling to have that Mariners team was so gross. John Olrude, Brett Boone, Carlos Guillen, uh, Mike Cameron, Ichiro, Edgar Martinez, Mark McElmore was a tough at bat. Don't let anyone tell you different. Um, yeah, the Dodgers would have to get, they'd have to get a little ridiculously hot. I mean, 15 and two. Again, I don't think it's their number one priority, but this team is going to land in a historic place either way. Um, and yeah, I, Again, the Giants, once the wheels have come off, they've, they've come off fully, fully, and there's a, you know, our, our guy Gabe Kapler and Jock, a bunt situation that, that people are kind of up in arms about. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I was having a moment today where I was thinking about the Giants this offseason. Supposedly they're in on Judge. They are going to be, I think they're going to be one of the more interesting team profile and projections for next year because, A, I think they're going to make a lot of moves. And I think they're going to be sitting there and saying, what are the differences between our 
107 win team and our team that's probably going to end up bef- below 500 and where that health. Lands, yeah health is yeah, a lot yeah do they have rodon next year or is there an opt out in this I think Rodon hit an innings limit that he can now opt out. I believe it was like 130 innings pitched. Okay, well, 110. So yeah, 110 innings pitched. And yeah, well, he's he gone. He gone. Gosh, I wish they wouldn't have given him that. <laughs> he probably wouldn't have signed it if he didn't have that opt out, though. Yeah. Yeah. Dodgers gonna Dodger. That's. And you know what? We were talked about this a little bit this morning. You know, Sandy uh, does this thing for the Marlins, goes a complete game, so kind of like gets himself back on track. But Arias has been the guy, man. Like he's creeping up on that NL Cy Young. He's right behind Sandy in the Vegas odds now. Probably as close as it's been in a long time. So I think maybe you get two, maybe three more starts out of both the guys, both these guys. And Urias, if he finishes strong, and Sandy has to, you know, Sandy has to falter, but it's definitely still there. Yeah, I guess, I mean, the big, the bigger notes from the Dodgers, Gonsolin doesn't expect to be built up to a starter's workload before the playoffs, so uh, your, your Dodgers formula changes a little bit there. And some bigger news, and a guy that, again, I, I don't know if a lot of the newer fans understand, David Price says he's retiring after the year. Um you know, it's <laughs> baseball can be tough. By the way, thirty-eight games this year, a two-five-eight ERA for Pricer, not too bad. <laughs> not, no. not not struggling too bad on the way out. Uh, if you didn't see this guy in his prime, um, Oof. nasty. You did. Oh my god, I face him so much, dude. <laughs> I, this guy's a great dude. You know, like I always tell you, every once in a while, I'm going to tell you to root for somebody just because they're that kind of person. David Price is one of those people. I think a lot of people remember him coming up in 2008, coming out of the pen for the Rays as they made it to the World Series, uh, then turned into a, a hell of a starter, consistent as can be through a lot of innings when that was cool. Um, and yeah, man, just consistent, good dude, $271 million in earnings. Congratulations, David Price. What's in was his... he like the original Vandy boy too? Like, What's in his basement? Did he basement? start that whole thing? What's in his basement? Um. Jordans, the guy likes shoes. Shoe guy, that's fine. Uh, let's see, Vandy in recent years. Pedro Alvarez. I'm searching this so wrong. Rip. What Sula. are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking at the Vandy connections. David okay. Price. Yeah, kind of recently. Like he was the guy, and then all of a sudden, all these pitchers started coming out of there all the time. Only six pitchers you face more than David Price, Trev. Yeah, I mean, shoot, against Hughes of the Tigers with his rotations and stuff. I think I hit him all right. Not not too bad. Three forty five. Whoops. Not a lot of ten, slugging. Ten, out ten for twenty nine. Two doubles. No homers, but walked you once. Scared. Struck out very few times against him. Yeah, I, I saw the. I mean, he's a lefty, so I saw the ball well off him. All right, don't don't talk about me. People hate when we talk about me. I it's my favorite except for me. I love it. <laughs> One of the first single was ground ball to weak third base. So I don't know. What Wait, hold on. About. People are saying the price denied it yesterday. What does that even mean? So he said it, and then he's like, "No, I didn't say that." <laughs> Taking it back. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> so we take back our tribute to David Price. <laughs> um, Sorry. Dave. And by the way, Dustin May five no hit. Innings, Andrew Heaney, four shutout innings. So there's your bonus pieces. Uh, 
The Padres, the San Diego Fathers, they take on my snakes. Uh, they were not enough for Dre Jameson. I'm trying to tell you guys, get in on the snake train while you can. There's a ton of kids. There's a ton of kids doing stuff. I don't know what it means, but I hope it means something. Uh, crazy uh, MLB, MLB debut for him. Awesome. Uh, but then the Padres come back. They blow him out on Snell Day. Uh, Musgrove versus Gallon. How's your West Coast pitching matchup? Uh, and then you Darvish does what you Darvish does, along with Juan Soto hitting a home run, which can that kind of get him hot with the Padres? They've been waiting for that. Uh, we'll see, but San Diego, I know it's only a half game, but not seeing yourself as the next man out to Milwaukee, I, I bet that feels okay. That feels pretty good. You have to be happy with, you know, the starting pitching here. Snell has been lights out. So that's yeah. got to make you feel yes. good as you're, you know, looking at your postseason rotation. Musgrove looked good. I think he'd been struggling a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, look, we love this team. This team was supposed to be like pushing the Dodgers this year in the NOS. Now that didn't happen whatsoever. They make a huge splash at the deadline. And you're right. Soto just hasn't really gotten it going to the point where they – need him to get it going. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't matter because look, it's September 19th. And like in a week, everything could change about the way we're talking about the Padres. Everything could change about the way we're talking about the Phillies and, and the Brewers. I mean, this is the crunch time. I know it's 162 and we got to figure everything out. And you think, you know, teams, but like there it's, you can get hot here and just run it. You can get hot here and absolutely run it. They have the team to do that too. So it's exciting to watch, man. This is like the time in baseball right now. And usually it's, I mean, okay, so we go to October 7th. What's the countdown day? I didn't do that yet. The countdown day? Yeah, do we got 19 days left in the season? So October 5th is the last day of the regular season. That's the day that, like, it's a Wednesday. Games start at the same time. 16, um, 17 days left, man. Yeah. 16 days. Gosh, October I love 5th. that. Yeah, and like you know, obviously, Ian Ian schedules the uh, they host St. Louis, um, and then they go to Colorado, and then they host the Dodgers after that. So yeah, man. I mean, all of these wild card teams, you just gotta avoid the banana peel. I mean, to go full Mario Kart, you can't hit it right now, and that's kind of what the Phillies did. Oh uh, man, I am nervous about this Phillies week. Toronto and Atlanta. Sheesh. What's funny is you just said Phillies and Gibby just texted me right there. Just came up on my screen. Tell that, tell that fucking hobbit to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he would never curse. No, so he would it's never not, curse. We're ripping off never. 10 now. And he's not a Lord of the Rings guy. Um, Gibby's not a Lord of the Rings guy, right? He could be. Could be. There's life lessons in there. Darvish, six plus <laughs> innings and 21 straight starts, people. Dude, get me the Phillies to this dance, man. I, The way we talk about other teams starting pitching. Look at Snell, seven innings, one earned. Musgrove, six shut. Darvish, six shut. You do that in this wild card, even a DS. And Mas Soto and Machado catch one? The other team's going home. What just happened? My twins are down uh, three nothing already. Nah, Trev, we haven't even got to talk about their series yet. We're getting there in a minute. Um, Cardinal, I, think, I mean, they're 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 yeah. They lose today, it's over. Yeah, it might be over. Uh, Cardinals in red. 
Played five. Um, I don't know. Friedel made some plays. Pujols kind of remains the story. Um, the plays Arenado is making at third base. I know you were getting all boned up over that. Yeah. Special. He's my guy. Number one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, say anything different when you watch the dude play day in and day out. The play you're talking about, he ranges to his right, dives on the floor, has absolutely no window to throw the ball. The only no thing window. he can do is, is throw the old underhand looper over the shoulder. And to get any sort of velocity on that is crazy because the guy has a lead off of third, is going on contact, you have to throw a strike and it has to be a hard strike. And he did it. Yeah. He found a way to create a lane that most people would even think to throw the ball right there. And he did it. And I mean, the, the Reds end up losing on a similar play where, where the, the throw hits the catcher there. Um, they, yeah, man, uh, more superlatives for the Cardinals as usual. Um, Trev, I'm I'm really in it deep about Pujols chasing 700, and okay. you know, you know, just looking at looking at where some of the young guys or younger guys are at in baseball. Like I, I think Harper's going to give 500 a run. Trouter's going to give 500 a run. Um, maybe Machado. Uh, you know, Machado's young and and that, but we're still talking 500. Vladdy. I, so if you get to the younger guys, there's Vladdy, there's Acuna, and there's Soto. Um, but in, in that same breath, it would be the same way that we're talking about Harper and Trout and Machado now. Like, those were the young guys of yesteryear. These are this year's young guys. Um, that 700, I know you like doing the math when you do, you know, 30 years of 25 homers and, and you start doing that. Um I think people need to put into their scope. I know 700 is cool, and it, it doesn't seem as cool as it used to because uh, I think Bond's blowing it out of the water. Uh, you know, it was it was kind of Ruth and Aaron, and it was like, you know, Henry Aaron just did it forever, and he was the greatest home run hitter of all time for that. Babe Ruth was Babe Ruth. Pujols entering this club with the way pitchers are pitching now. It's, um, I... I know people are appreciating it and the cell phones are out when he's hitting. I think he needs to go another level. I think it's kind of like toe-to-toe with what Judge is doing because uh, this could be the last 700. It could be the last 700 in our lifetime. It could not. That's how sports works. But, like, it very easily could. In our lifetime, yeah. I plan on living for a long time. I think we might see it again just because the way guys train now, it's getting more difficult because – the pitchers are getting better, and you're seeing a lot more pitchers, a lot uh, more. Well, Pools is home off of 450 guys or something like that. Yeah. But each year, like what Judge is doing, we've talked about that. Like he's seeing so many pitchers each year. You're never going to see a starter the third time unless he's dealing. Like, you know, you're just, you're not going to get those. Typically, you don't get cheapies unless you get the position players coming into pitch, which has happened more than ever this year, right? Like, how did that become a thing? I thought we were going to be done with that, but uh, we're not. So I guess those are the only cheapies you can get, and I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm never going to give up on that, just because I think like we're, we're placing such a value on slugging these days that we might get 
we might get that again. And Hunter Green, I know we uh, we talked about it when he first did it. He sets the record for most 100-plus mile-per-hour pitches in the same breath. Uh, that's one of the guys that's on the on the opposite, on the mound. Uh, I know we talked about it more when the Reds were more in it. Um, hopefully Hunter Green, being an absolute stud, is a big topic for next year. And we had, uh, don't forget our guy Helsley with the immaculate ending. Yeah. I told, when I had Christian uh, Yelich on sequence, yeah. we went over a homer yeah. that he hit off of Helsley. And he told me, he's like, I like this one because this guy's filthy. Like, I had a good at bat, but this guy is absolutely filthy. I'm like, okay, like, this young guy. I know he throws hard, but this guy has established himself. He's one of the better relievers in all of baseball. It's a lot of fun to watch, man. Yeah, you know, he uh, he won me over in the All-Star game. Um, he's just dotting up 102. Like, oh, this is normal. Uh, Cubs rocks. Yeah. yeah. I watched a little bit of that Stroman start. Good. Him and, him first and Herman game. Marquez, are you kidding me? Yeah. He looked good. <clears throat> and actually, both of them did. And then it was, I was like, Wait, Zach McKinstry's on the Cubs. That was that was my thought. Yeah, when I was watching that game, and he uh, two hits, solo home run, they end up winning that one. And the Rockies take the next two. I don't think we have to go too far into this. Um, unfortunately, both these teams are out of it. Yeah, and I don't know where they stand either of these organizations. To be honest with you, going into twenty twenty three, and I don't know if they. Stroman has some quotes talking about you know we're letting the young guys play. They need to get established. You know this is the time where. You know, you're trying to get your foot in the door and then walk through that door. So, you know, I think if you're a fan of both these teams, you can look at that. Like, who are some of our young guys coming up? Are they going to make an impact? How do they look against big league pitching? Um, how do they look against some of the better teams as we get into some of these series? Uh, because I know it's tough when your team's out of it. It's tough to sit there and watch these games. Uh, but uh, I'd implore people to do that. Go check the young guys out. Go see what we got. What's the roster going to look like in, in next year? Like, who are we going to keep? All that sort of stuff. There's still some good players on both these teams. Yeah, I mean, a, a Cubs, like I, I think I mentioned last time, Ian Happ came into the office. They're playing around 500 for the past couple months. Um, and again, they should have the bankroll, and I think that division can be more open than the Rockies in the NL West. I'd, I'd buy a little Cubs stock, and I'd... Sell whatever's remaining of my Rocky stock, especially with my snakes and all that young talent. Speaking of young talent, Marlins Nationals. Nats take two out of three. Your guy, Ildemaro Vargas, uh, with the go-ahead RBI single in the eighth. Joey Manessis is always doing something inside the park home run. Um, And then Sandy Day. Sandy... Not trying to get let your guy Julio get that Cy Young. Complete game number five for him. And I think I said this before this start. I said he's got to get it going because Urias is on his heels and, and Max Fried is there and you know even Zach Gallon is close. Uh, and Sandy answered, man. He's done so many more innings than those guys. Yeah. I think it's like 50-something more innings than those guys. Um, it's just impressive. It's impressive, but, like, isn't it weird that you start to worry about his arm? Even though, like, why are we worried about his arm? He looks great. But you start to think about all those extra innings. I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm at with pitch count and innings limits and all that stuff. I'm just I'm just not sure. I think it's case-by-case scenario. Uh, but when a guy has this many more innings than anybody else, you applaud it, number one, because 
hell yeah. And then number two, you're like, wait a minute, like, should he have this many innings? Should they shut him down now? Like, this is their guy. It's case by case, and that's why nobody has a good answer. Justin Verlander has 12 seasons with 200-plus innings. Like, he is built for that, and they talk about the pitching motion a lot and how kind of how easy does it look. That's why a lot of people think a guy like Garrett Cole could potentially age well because his throwing motion is very mm-hmm. simple, nice and easy. It doesn't look like there's extra strain. Verlander similar. Sandy, uh, I mean, the dude's a freak show, so I don't, uh, freak. I don't know. I don't know. Trev, can you tell me what happened in your American League? And I think chronologically we might even be starting with a team near and dear to your heart. Well, my people, we're going to be starting out in Chris Rose's land. That's the Cleveland where my twins went in and the Guardians have taken three of four so far. They won the first three games before the Twins had Joe Ryan on the hill, the stopper. They're playing game five right now. It's 3 nothing Guardians. This was a chance for the Twins to do something. They didn't do anything. 4-3 Guardians, 5-1 Guardians, and the big one. Second game of the doubleheader on Saturday, 7-6 Guardians in 15. Like I mentioned, Joe Ryan wins 3 nothing uh, yesterday on Sunday. He goes 7 and 2 thirds shutty. Yeah, something like 12 no-hit innings in a row, dating back to the last start. That's really nice. But the Guardians did the dang thing. Twins are basically out of it. White Sox are still hanging tight. Go, guards, go. 3 nothing right now. My goodness. Uh, Mariners at Angels. Four-game set. They played three already, and the Angels have won each game. 8-7, 2-1-5-1 Mariners. This is a mini what-is-you-doing baby. Uh... Otani does his thing. Angels won a, a wild one. Uh, Renifo, our guy, has had a series. I almost gave my award. I'm going. I'm going a different route for my award. But he uh, two home runs, including a three-run homer in the sixth of game one. One from each side of the plate. Um, he does it again in game three. Two more home runs, a leadoff homer, and a go-ahead two-run homer in the first. In the third, excuse me. What's funny is Julio Rodriguez led this whole series off with a homer. To bat. So it looked like the Mariners were going to cruise. Angels have taken all three, and they play again later tonight. Mariners, let's go, baby. Uh, moving on. Houston. Astros in town for a four-game set. Or, excuse me, A's in town for a four-game set. The Astros take three of four. 5-2 Astros, 5-0 Astros before the A's won the Cole Irvin start, obviously. Then 11-2 Astros. I mean, what is what can we say about the Astros? I mean, McCullers is there. Uh, Verlander's there. Framber does his thing. He takes the all-time record for consecutive quality starts away from DeGrom. I mean, they are firing on all cylinders. Jordan had a crazy series. I'm going to be talking about him later. It's They're firing on all cylinders. They got a young guy that just came up. The Astros are incredible. Uh, Rangers at Rays. Rays take two of three. Four three Rangers in game one. Uh, they got to Kluber. Our guy, Nate Lowe. Just having an incredible second half. Then the Rays came back 5-1, 5-3. Had some good pitching performances because that's what the Rays do. Um, Taylor Walls, the chiropractor, he had a homer. Siri had three hits. And then uh, in that last game, Betancourt and Siri go back-to-back to tie and take the lead in the second. That's all they needed. Rays take two of three. Orioles at Blue Jays. Blue Jays take two of three. 6-3, 6-3. Blue Jays games one and two before the Ange- or for the Orioles won the last game. Five to four. Everyone's kind of hitting. Boba Shett's doing his dang thing. Uh, Chapman's doing his thing. Springer, all the guys you need to be going for the Blue Jays have started 
started to get going. Uh, they lose the Manoa start, but he pitched well. Six innings pitched, one earned run. Adley Rushman, really good series for the Orioles, but the Blue Jays take two or three there. White Sox going to Detroit. They take two or three. Three, two Tigers in game one. That was an in extra innings. They won it in 10, and then the White Sox win game two, four to three in 11 before they just unleashed uh, Andrew Vaughn with a grand slam in that third game. They win that one 11 to five. Uh, Victor Reyes had that walk-off sack fly in the 10th against um, Hendricks in the game one. Then Moncada had the go-ahead RBI single. And then Eli had a sack fly in the 11th in game two. And like I said, Vaughn, grand slam in that last one. Uh, White Sox hanging in there, man. I think they're only, what are they? Three and a half back of the Guardians with a big set coming up against them this week. They take two or three. And I believe my last series, Red Sox take two or three from the Royals. 2-1 Red Sox, 9-0. Royals because Singer was on the hill. That's been the case for the Royals, huh? And then the Red Sox opened up with a bloodbath, 13-3 with Pavetta on the mound in Game 3. Red Sox take 2 of 3. And my friends, that is what happens in the American League. Oh, wait! I'm doing the internet and the interleague recap as well. Brewers take 2 of 3 from your Yanks. 7-6, 4-1 Brew Crew in games 1 and 2. 12-8 Yankees in the last one. We'll talk about it, people. Cue the music. Get it off. Get it off, Trev. Judge, two homers? Yeah, on that last day. The Brewers not necessarily throwing their A guys uh, and gets Judgey two homers closer. Trev, fantasty job in the American League, the New York Yankees have a five-and-a-half game lead on the Blue Jays. Okay. They have one more series coming up in a little bit. Let's see if the Blue Jays can give the Yanks a little bit of a scare. I don't think they can, but we will see. Tampa, half game back of them, and the Yankees have tiebreakers on both those teams, so those division leads are also almost a game more than what I said. Orioles, man, if they had won a couple more, they could be a little more dangerous. <laughs> The Guardians have a three-and-a-half lead on the White Sox, like you mentioned. Uh, they were really hoping to get some <laughs> a little more help from Minnesota today as the Minnesota Twins are 73-73, and 73, six games back. Four-nothing now. Oh, boy. <laughs> they might be dropping to under 500. Houston, H-Town, Funky Town, 96-51, 15 games up on the Seattle Mariners, who I didn't realize that they... Uh, kind of poop the bed a little bit. So Toronto is your first wild card game. Again, people, this is very important because the top wild card team will be hosting. So Toronto, for environment and uh, vaccine reasons, could be a very interesting hosting spot. They oh, are. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. They are a half game up on Tampa. Same in the loss column. Uh, did Tampa and Toronto play? Check that out. Seattle. Is now bringing up the rear, 80 and 65. Uh, but man, that's why I mention it. The Orioles, who they haven't been playing their best of late, they're four games back, which I, I if it was three or two, I feel like we could really talk about them again, but I kind of can't. They play? Tampa hosts Houston, then hosts Toronto for four. Oh, I think that was the uh, schedule I was looking at. Was <laughs> yeah. the Mariners, I believe? Oh yeah, it's the Mariners. What do they got? Oakland, mm. Kansas City, yep, Texas, Oakland, Detroit. Wow, 
all sub 500 teams to finish the year. You gotta take care of business. I mean, you just got, yeah, you're getting swept by the angels. We can't really go too far into that, but my goodness, this is the schedule that you need. If you're a Mariners fan or if you're on the Mariners, but Jake, you almost were once. I, uh, during that Cal rally, big dumper times, you know, no, you never were apologizing to them. I had to become little dumper. Hey, hold on. Yeah. You reminded me of the whole COVID situation that's going on in baseball. I told people this way back when I said, when September comes, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some funny business going on with some of these shots. And the people that didn't get to go play during the regular season and who said, you know, they're not going to get the vaccine, I think we might see them up in Toronto. That would be shocking to me if we saw a team have to leave some players at home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, again, this isn't (laughs) the real conversation of this isn't what talking baseball is great at. Um, But I'm pretty sure Robbie Ray is not vaccinated who i'm just saying i i know that i'm saying things happen in these multi-billion dollar sports (laughs) like we saw with the nfl last year and ain't nobody missed the playoffs (laughs) you're not talking about drug smuggling robbie ray into toronto are you i'm saying there might be a doctor that goes like this and just accidentally misses his arm with the shot (laughs) one of those little kid needles that just i'm not saying that's the right thing to do people i'm not I'm not condoning that type of behavior. I'm just saying I will be shocked if people were left off a postseason roster. I'd be shocked. They let that become the story. Very interesting to see how that plays out. But like you said, Mariners with that schedule, why don't you guys just host it in Seattle, baby? And I'm not bringing this up because of my prop bet. I don't give a shit about that. Eugenio Suarez having to go out. Yeah. That's tough for them. He's been banging it, yeah. driving in runs. You seem really a lot bad. of the team is lot they're they're hurting a little bit right now, the Mariners are. You seem really sad over that. Um Trev, Cronpod, we got away from it for a second. Guardians twins, I I think we've been saying it we've been writing it in pencil. I think we're about to write it in pen, but I think I think Minnesota's watch has ended. It's quite possibly, especially with today. There's six back going into today. They're already down 4 nothing. You know, if you win the second game of that doubleheader, which they had plenty of chances to do, it went 15 innings. Uh, you said Josh Naylor gave the universal sign for Cat? Yes, Kitty oh, Cat. Okay. These head-to-head series here at the end, they mean so much, dude. I mean, when you when you lose these games, I mean, every single time, I mean, I know it's obvious to say this, but you're you're losing a game, losing a game, losing a game. They, those things add up. If they went and got this game, they'd only be five back. We could dream upon it. They lose this game today. They're seven back, and I don't think there's any coming back from that. So, um, yeah, just 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 tough for them. And they just got, I mean, they got outplayed this year. And the Guardians are playing really well. They're a really good baseball team. I balk at the notion that they're the team that everyone wants to play. I don't think that's the case. Um, Tristan, he's pitched a lot against the Twins this year. Seventies pitched three earned runs. Uh, had a good start there. Then the Beebs does his thing. Mm. Um, and then Joe Ryan, you know, stopper for the Twins. I mentioned that. He's been throwing really well. Uh, Ahmed Rosario was the hero of this series for the the guardians every time i looked up he's driving in runs getting hits making big plays everything so the guardians just played ball they they answered the bell when they needed to 
eight hits in one day for Ahmed. You may hear about him a little bit later. Uh, yeah, the, these Guardians, people that have been with us for the full year, uh, know where I've been at with them, where I was like, I I kind of like this team, but I, you know, with, with a little more payroll, just a, a free agent here, a free agent there, I felt like this team could be a lot more full. Part of the reason why I'm I'm not part of the Guardians front office anymore is you know I didn't I didn't know Oscar Gonzalez would come up and be a 295 hitter I I didn't know Stephen Kwan would put together a full a full season in his rookie year uh, and the step forward Andres Jimenez has taken uh, you know he's leading that team in WAR like he uh, if you're a WAR person he he currently has Jose Ramirez beat so I obviously didn't know some of that things that being said I feel like they could. They would have room for a, a nice free agent, a, another bat in that lineup. They are a good team. They are a good team, uh, a little bit in spite of their front office. And, I mean, let's be honest. We talk about teams being the mold. All the owners around baseball see a team like this with this payroll winning this amount of games, and they start drooling, and they say, how do we do this? Um, and the secret is a ton of young talent all over the field. Bieber, McKenzie, Quantrill. Um, Class A in the bullpen is having a special season. 68 he's, games he's a one two seven. Um, He's sick. And both those guys, like the game that uh, the Twins win, Duran closes it out with his nasty, like, 93 mile an hour. I don't even know what the hell it was. What do you even call that pitch? Yes. Off-speed pitch at 93. You know, got to give some love to the Twins. They did fight back in that second game of the doubleheader. Nick Gordon has the homer to tie it. Uh, they had chances to win there. Didn't happen. And then I got to give a shout-out. We had Louis Varland, who's a Minnesota dude. Ooh, Louis V. Uh, had, a, had a you know tough start. Uh, Ramirez pumped one, a high heater. Ramirez being able to get on that path like that, on that high pitch, is so impressive. Why do short, short guys can do that? Yep. What's up with that? Brian Dozier, shout-out. Yeah. Uh, but there was another Minnesota native. Uh, it's Walner, I believe, made mm. his debut and uh, hits his first homer. Big, big hunking lefty dude. Mm. I always got to shout out my Minnesota boys. Proud for the great state of Minnesota. Their baseball team is dead. Um, talk about interesting off seasons. Yeah, they got to figure out some stuff for sure. Ooh. Ooh, Jake Cave with that gray in the beard. Uh, the next one we have on here, uh, the Mariners, who we just talked about a little bit. Angels bust out the broomsticks on them, um, and they're playing a fourth today, so maybe they'll put the broomsticks away. But uh, you get Otani Day, Detmer shuts them down, uh, a little bit of a shootout in that first game. Uh, Scott Service talking in the media, <laughs> saying we're, we're in a little bit of a shit storm. <laughs> it's a fun one. Uh, but like you said, they are a little banged up. Suarez, Julio sat games two and three uh, yeah. after he had hit four home runs in four games. Uh, like you said, your boy Renifo has a big day. He has a couple big days for it the was Angels. Renifo and Otani, they beat the Mariners, basically. You know, Renifo in those bookend games um, so far has done it. Then Otani has his thing. He, you know, he throws, what is it, seven shutty. He has the RBI double in the first. I mean... He's done everything that you could ask him to do this year. He's been incredible. Angels, like I said, it's a little mini what is he doing, baby, with the Mariners. Although, you know, we mentioned they had some people hurt, and sometimes this happens in baseball when you have a couple players just have massive series, and if you're kind of struggling a little bit, they can beat you all on their own. That's what kind of happened uh, here. 
And the Mariners, where where are we at? They're four ahead of the uh, of Baltimore. God, that would be something if they made that interesting. But we mentioned the Mariners' schedule, who they have coming up. Um, I think Oakland's kind of like, hey, guys, we'll get you right. George That's Kirby. who they're, they're playing. George Kirby deserves a shout-out. He, uh, since July 1st, um, he is the highest F-war of American League pitchers. Do with that whatever you want, ahead of Verlander and Otani. Uh, so George Kirby, probably not the name that, that jumps to your head when you say best pitcher in the AL since July 1st, but in some metrics, he is. Um, yeah, uh, Mariners, I, luckily I just found out about your schedule. Uh, so, hey, take care of your business, whether you're banged up or not. Get those guys right. Uh, and a, another update from Halo Land, uh, Phil Nevin was a friend of ours when he was the Yankees' third base coach. Uh, John wasn't sure what the terms they were on because of a couple breakdowns this year. Update, they're texting. Phil Nevin's still in. Um, he, uh, he was reacting and very much enjoyed the, uh, the double ejection breakdown. So that's good news. Okay, that's good. Joe Madden's mohawk. Uh, 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 what? You know what? If you're an Angels fan... Fuck it. This has been a crazy entertaining year. Maybe not entertaining in the way that, like, you know, a Disney movie is entertaining. Maybe entertaining in the way, like, hostile. Very depressing movie <laughs> can be entertaining. Can't look away. But you had some crazy things happen. Mm-hmm. Taylor Ward looking like the next Mike Trout. You obviously have regular Mike Trout and Shohei, like, and you were got so hot and everything was going well. And then. You had a 12-game losing streak. You fired your manager who had a mohawk. Your GM showed up and the motherfucker had a mohawk and had to fire him. Old man. And then, I don't know. I guess it's not that fun for you. (laughs) Never mind. Brandon Marsh, uh, not in Anaheim anymore and uh, hitting really well with the Phillies. Uh, That's a little anecdote. Why did you bring that up? Angels, he was there. He's not. I don't know. Uh Astros take three out of four from the Athletics, and that's obvious. Like you said, they went on – the A's went on Irvin Day. That makes a lot. I know you're getting, I think, one of your awards, maybe talking about one of these Astros guys. Uh, yes. Like you mentioned, uh, McCullers, six innings, two earned, 11 Ks. He says he's feeling sharper as they head to the postseason. Yikes. The other thing that jumps out, we've got a graphic on here that, that Matt put in that the Astros bullpen – Again, probably one of the last things you talk about when you talk about the Houston Astros. Uh, since towards the end of August, they have been first in basically every category. This team is firing on all cylinders right Fuck, now. man. They're good, dude. We talked about... I made a point. I think we're going to put out some some social clips on baseball today about how you should be feeling about the Astros. So go check that out. I want to spoil everything I say on baseball today. But, man, it's hard not to root for these guys. If you really like baseball, go watch them play. I'm going to talk about Jordan in my award. He's getting Oops, it. teaser. Okay? It's – they have every single thing you need to win a championship. And, and for them, we talk about teams that are, are – Trophy or bust, they're one of the teams. They can actually say that. Trevor, you have a beautiful wife, true? The most. The most. Um, She looked fucking good this weekend, too. Love that for you guys. Um, 
if her life was on the line, your queen, and I offered you Astros versus the field in the American League to go to the World Series, what would you take? I'd take the Astros. <laughs> I might be with you, man. I'd take the Astros. I don't like thinking about my beautiful wife right. in those situations. I just but, want to get a serious uh, I mean, answer. Sometimes I take Is that like, it's not that hard of a question. I, I, I think I they're the most complete them. team in the AL. I don't think there's really anybody else that matches up with them. Right, but I, I guess, you know, with baseball being baseball and any team getting hot, usually there's a little more variance than that. Like, I, if you told me Dodgers versus the field, even with how good the Dodgers have been, with how good the Mets are and the Braves are, I, I think, even St. Louis, I think I would take the field against the Dodgers. With how good the Astros are right now in the rest of the American League, like, the Astros are kind of the bet. I get what you're saying. I get what you're I'm saying. I'm sorry for threatening your beautiful wife. Yeah, that's weird. I just don't, yeah. I don't like that. Uh, is Judge still the MVP? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm at the point now where I say there's no wrong answer. What Judge has done like is absolutely that. incredible. It's a very mature move from you. It, it's, it's the way I feel, too, because I, I felt dumb, like, always talking about Otani and trying to downplay Judge's season that he's having. It's dumb to do that, and I yeah. don't want to be a dumb person. Look at that. That's beautiful. I, uh, you might hear something about that later. Another teaser. That's how we do it. Amber. Frammer's, you mentioned Framber. Framber's unreal. Twenty um, fifth consecutive quality start. He broke Jacob Degrom's single season record. Think about that. I try not to. Where are the Astros finding these guys? Yeah, and again, putting scope on everything. Jacob Degrom's start this week, I think, was five innings, three earned, like fourteen Ks, something stupid. <laughs> uh, but that doesn't qualify. And he's Jacob Degrom still. Um, and Framber Valdez. I hope he busts out for you. I hope he busts out like a real little playoff glove. The smallest. I have one I should send to him. Yeah. But it's righty, so that doesn't make any sense. That would be even more impressive. Do we have anything on the A's? Do you want to mention them at all? I, I mean, I don't. Tony Kemp's been doing it a little bit. No. Chad J- Pinder's my guy. James Caprillion has a big body. Um, he did, yeah, had a great start. Great start, Great start by big him. body. Yeah. Rays Rangers, you mentioned your guy Nate Lau or Lowe. Nate Lowe. Lowe. Nate Lowe. God damn it, the Rays. Um, against his former team. How about that? Um, yeah, it takes Kluber up top. Uh, go ahead, uh, two-run shot in the third. 25th homer on the year. He's absolutely been going off. People are real mad at us. We're not really talking about him when we were talking about AL first baseman. I think we're talking about Vladdy and Abreu. A lot of people are sending us stats on Nate Lowe. We get it. Get we it. get it. He's improved defensively, too, over the second half. Like, he's a stud. He's a stud. Yeah. Um, but the Rays come back, and they take care of business. 5-1, 5-3 in the next two games. They got, I think, Rasmussen going tonight. Like, they're set up. Where are they at? They're one and a half up on Seattle, half game behind uh, Toronto. Do you think they care about having home field? Do you think they care about that? The Rays. All? Yeah. Um. No. No, like yeah. I mean, any team would would say yeah. I'd like to play at home, but I, I don't. Six sixty two home, four fifty eight road winning percentage. 
Those are big numbers. We know we know the, the Rays swing. like some numbers. I, I mean, every team wants home field, so it's it's one of those. Like I, I don't know. Do I see the Rays like trying to potentially burn out pitchers to win more games to get that home field? I don't think so. But uh, maybe they'll prove me wrong. I don't know. I mean, a three game set. Like I think you're just. I think in a three game set. I've talked about the home fields of Seattle and Toronto and how cool those environments would be, obviously. Playing in the Trop stinks, um, but is an advantage for the Rays. Three games set, I mean, you just want your best guys ready to go full tilt for three games. Like, that's that's kind of it. Like, roll the ball wherever it is. Um, and the way the Rays think, dude, like, they don't... You know... I, I know the record obviously speaks, and any team wants to be home, but you you know that Rays mindset. Like, they'd love to go into Seattle. Here's your here's your first playoff series back and just fuck their shit up. Ooh. Yeah. I'm cursing today. All right. Uh, Glass now making some rehab starts in Durham. He could be coming back. He's back on the Chris the Rose time. rotation today. This is the time, man. We had some really good efforts there. Uh, Betancourt. Uh, and Siri go back to back, like I said, to tie it, and then, then they take the lead. That was early on in the game. Um, he's really Betancourt had some quotes about being really stoked to just to have this opportunity to be in the big leagues again with his organization. Um, I love it. I love what the Rays are doing. Jose Siri with the Rays, uh, seven twenty three OPS. That's a one twelve OPS plus. Which okay, that's not head over heels, but when you can run and play defense like that guy can, that is. Head over heels. So if they tapped into into him, watch out. Um, and yeah, Taylor Walls, the the chiropractor. I think he got our guy Taylor Hearn. Um, so I was texting Taylor Hearn. I almost brought it up. I wasn't gonna bring it up to Taylor Hearn. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm cursing today. Why are you doing that? I hate it. Blue Jays Orioles. Blue Jays Orioles. Uh, Blue Jays take two or three. Uh, I was trying to come up with like a. A saying, you know, you say four to two, fortitude. Mm. There's two games at six to three. So I was like, what can I say for that? Do you have one off the top of your head? Six to three. Six to three. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Like I was mentioning on the recap, you know, some of the big name guys that you need to get going have been doing it. Uh, game one, Springer has to go ahead, three run homer in the fifth. Chappie has three hits. He's got two homers. He hadn't homered since August 20th, so almost a month mm. where he hadn't homered. He's been swinging the bat well. Um, and then um, second game, Tapia, who I really love to watch play, three-run double in the fifth. I mean, he makes it 6-2. to two. Barrios has a decent start, six innings pitch, two earned runs. It's good for him. I think he got his ERA right under five now. Keep going, bro. Mm. Be the ace I want you to be. Um, and then the last game, uh, Rushman, the go-ahead two-run single in the ninth. I believe that was all for Romano, so that's really nice for them to get their little victory right there like that um, against a tough bullpen uh, that the Blue Jays have. So he, uh, on that note, Romano had never blown a save at Rogers Center. He was 32 for 32 coming into yesterday, and Rutschman clipped his ass and got him. Mm. Mm. The uh, The only guy with... Odds that aren't ridiculous for that AL Rookie of the Year is Adley Rushman, which that's insane on a few levels. Um, man, speaking of catchers, Alejandro Kirk and Danny Chanson this year, what they've combined for for Toronto, 
behind the plate is insane. Uh, Danny Jansen actually with a higher OPS than Alejandro Kirk. Smaller sample size, but uh, the production they're getting out of that position. And yeah, when you start looking around that that Blue Jays lineup, you know you're seeing positive OPS pluses from basically every position. Um, it's a big year for these Blue Jays. Like you mentioned, Barrios. Guess what? If you go into October and you drop a good start, everyone will forget about that that high four ZRA. Um, this team has clearly had October on the mind from the start of the season. And, hey, they deserve a little credit. I know the Orioles is a mental warfare a little bit because we still think of them as the Orioles, and then they were cute and fun and good, but now they're coming back and they're not really in it. The Blue Jays, two Orioles series in the past week and a half, they took care of their business both times, which if they didn't, uh, we would be talking about the AL wild card and the Toronto Blue Jays very differently. So, kudos to them. Kudos. Also, a triple play turned in this game. Love a good triple. Chappie, line drive, shortstop, stepped on second, through to first. Easy. Immaculate inning doesn't do much for me. I don't know if you caught that before, but it's, I, I don't know. It doesn't do anything. Really? Yeah. It's very tough to do that. How many have there been in the history of the game? There's not a lot, but I feel it's in a, recent It's technically years, like the most rare thing because of how many innings happen, so there's nine chances. Nine pitches, nine strikes? You're fucking telling me that doesn't impress well, you? 18, like when you when you tell me all that, it sounds it, it does sound very cool and it's very impressive. It's impressive. Okay, article up on MLB.com right now. The immaculate inning isn't as rare as it once was. There was eight alone in 2017, and there was none for like a 30-year stretch. So I, I think the way pitchers pitch and hitters hit now, it's... Why are you bringing this up right now anyway? Because you mentioned it before. I really like triple plays. I think those are nuts. That's why. Like to get all three outs in an inning? Are you kidding me? Imagine being the pitcher. Like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> but like in a way, that's kind of what they're supposed to do. Like, go strike him out, pitcher. So soft. Okay. Not the bullpen, guys. We know. We know. Uh, White Sox, Tigers. <laughs> White Sox take two out of three. They stay alive enough after losing in extras that first game. Uh, I don't know. They're lining up for their final stand coming up against the Guardians. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, Vaughn, Grand Slam in that last game. How about it? Yeah, and there was uh, some interesting plays going on. I forget what game this was. I have to. I should have had it on my notes. But uh, Joe Kelly pitching strikes a guy out, pass ball, um, like gets it and recovers for the out at home against Baez. It was a kind of a trippy little play there to see. Uh, but t- yeah, Tigers. Uh, I mean, excuse me, the White Sox take care of business. They are smack dab in the middle of this thing. And look, I know you're saying Baltimore four games out. Yeah, they're done. Chicago five games out. Are they done too? Or do you like believe in them more than Baltimore? No, I have them done for the wild card. Okay, only division for them, which they're three and a half back. Yeah. Massive set coming up against the Guardians. Right. Like, I I really hope that Friday I'm sitting here saying, wow, the White Sox have been saying all year they've been waiting for a moment, and they, they give it to the Guardians. Do I believe that's going to happen? No. I think the White Sox are going to lose in, like, crushing fashion probably two of the three games because that's just been this season, but two and a half weeks, and they've What's, got okay, their, their final three games against the Guardians. Like, this is literally... I've been saying this is it with the White Sox since July. This is actually it. 
And so, man. So, seven and nine against them this year so far are the White Sox versus Cleveland. They kind of played completely different opposite styles of baseball. You got one team that's pretty like spunky and energetic, and you got Josh Naylor yelling all over the place and Quan running the bases, diving all over the place, and really nice young players um, for Cleveland. Then you have the White Sox who just kind of like want to show up and beat you, but like that doesn't hasn't worked out for them too much. Like I wonder if this is going to be like a very energetic series for both teams. Are the White Sox going to steal some of the energy from the Guardians and like use that? Because they need to. Yeah, they can't. They can't just like waltz in. Like I thought, this team was going to waltz in and just beat everybody. That is that ain't happening. You got to have some fire with you. Uh, I can't wait. This is this is what it's all about. It's, it's, this is a series for your season. Yeah, we talk pseudo playoffs, right? Like for the White Sox, this should mean everything. Like you said, uh, seven and nine this year. So if the White Sox did sweep, that would give them the tiebreaker, which makes the hill that much easier to climb. And they basically have to sweep. If you don't, you game. Even if you win two out of three, you gain one game, and there's just not enough games left this year. So uh, I am unfortunately and insanely still rooting for the White Sox because I'd love a little bit of anarchy this season. Cease, Lynn, and Cease, Lynn, and Cueto coming off an off day, so you're gonna have a fresh bullpen. I don't know. I uh, I hope we're talking. I genuinely mean this for baseball because I've been tough on the White Sox this year, and rightfully so. I mean, talk about one of your bigger underachieving teams this year. Cleveland and Detroit, six games. Like, reel off a 6-0, and kid, and you're here. And you're here, but they've, they've given nothing to muster that. I've... I think that's what you're talking about if you're in the Guardians locker room right now. We control our own destiny. Let's go win some series, and that's it. We don't have to go on a run. We don't need to go on a run. We need to play good, consistent baseball. We need to win the series. Not just the White Sox series. Just we need to win series, and that's it. You take care of your business. Continue to do what we're doing. That's it. White Sox, on the other hand, have to get hot. They have to reel off essentially a sweep against the guardians they have a bunch of games against the twins left i think still six games against them they're six and seven against them on the year familiar opponents but they got to get hot and they got to go and the guardians just have to tell themselves slow it down so just win the series man it's a good position to be in white Sox fans sound off in the comments um is it going to be rowdy? It's in Chicago. I, I don't know. Are the, is the fan base still have the energy to get behind this team for one more series, or are people kind of burnt out? I think so. Genuine question. I don't know. In, in my in my experience, uh, when Cleveland is good and when, you know, there's – when there are big games and, you know, playoff-type atmospheres, the scenarios, they show up and they create it. Like, it's a good sports town. They – they suffer. Chris Rosa tells me every single day how it's very tough to be uh, a Cleveland fan. But when you are a Cleveland fan, you're like a diehard. So I think the atmosphere will be good. Okay. Is it in Cleveland? It's in Chicago. Ooh. Oh, they're going to show up. Yeah. Oh, good. Them too. Yes. Yes. And that's a very hostile environment. Like maybe one of the more hostile environments in all the big leagues. When the White Sox fans are there and they're mad and they need victories, it's very, very hostile. 
South Side, man. South Side. These people, they used to, oh my gosh, crush me. Yeah? What'd they say All to the you? Time. Yeah. What would they say? It's a fun place to play. Okay. Royals Red Sox. Hold on. I just got it. Twins are on the board. My phone died. I can't see what the score is. Your phone died? What are you doing? I don't know. I got to charge it. Phone died? Um, look, I think we can kind of skip this one, Jay. We got to get to the awards. We got to get the stand-up performances. Um, singer with a stop. Um, Red Sox are disappointing. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, Royals are playing their kids. Red Sox DFA'd Plawecki. Rich Hill had some strong... Words on that saying it's not all numbers. We're human beings. Removing a guy like that from the clubhouse is a big hit for a lot of guys. I would say everybody. You know, they they traded Vasquez when they did their kind of trade deadline shuffle that hasn't paid off. And yeah, hey, I don't know. I mean, front offices, sometimes you got to make the tough move. And I, I don't know if it's the right move. And maybe they're playing. I know they're playing Wong behind the dish a little bit. And maybe getting guys playing time will pay off. But um yeah, I mean, for Rich Hill to come out and say that, you know, you, you got to be feeling some sort of way. I guess we got to really shout out Brady Singer because I mentioned it before. He's kind of been the stopper so for them. On the year, Jake, 25 games started. He's got a 307. This guy's got a chance to live in the twos. Yeah. 23-year-old 20, dude about to turn 24. No, never mind. He's 24 right now. He's 26. What the hell am I talking about? You're Look okay. at the right thing, Trev. You're okay. Uh. Yeah, we we got to see him against the Yankees end of July, and he had just started making the turn, and it passed the eye test. Um, the kid's a stud. He was a big prospect. Um, sometimes it takes a little bit to click in the bigs, and yeah, his last 63 innings pitched, a 2-1-4 ERA. He's, I, I think I told people before to buy stock. It might be too late. Um, he's, he's the real deal. Trev, I'll, I'll hit my Yankees really quickly. They went to Milwaukee. Uh, the Yankees have been playing better baseball, 8-2 and, and in their last 10. Uh, they head to Milwaukee. They put up a 5 spot in the first two innings. They're up 5-0. Uh, offense then shut it down from there. Montas gets hit again. He's getting MRIs. Uh, he has not been the Frankie Montas that Yankee fans were hoping they were getting. Uh, second game, their offense doesn't click. Willie Adamas hits a big three-run homer, four-to-one game. That's about it. Uh, and then in the last game, Cole versus Alexander, Jason Alexander, one of the worst baseball savant pages I've seen. Uh, sorry, Jason Alexander, but a lot of blue bubbles. And Cole starts getting rocked. Uh, he's given up the gopher ball a lot recently. Uh, the Yankees fight back. They, they end up scoring, I think, nine unanswered, something like that. Judge with two homers. It wasn't the Brewers A bullpen crew or starter. Um, Milwaukee so, showed some really good fight uh, to to win those first two games. Again, their back's up against the wall. They can't have a slip-up series, and they didn't. Uh, Brandon Woodruff shoved, and Anthony Rizzo came back for the Yankees, and they Judge hits two home runs that last day. So they end up with their heads held higher than I guess you'd expect us Yankee fans to be after dropping two out of three. Yeah, if you're the Brewer crew, you probably have to feel pretty good about this series. Um, no matter how the Yankees are playing, there's, they're going to be a difficult matchup, especially if you have Cole going and, and Judge doing what he's doing. Uh, Garrett Mitchell kind of getting a lot of press out there. Like The way he plays the game is pretty fun. Uh, he has to walk off single, like you said, and Adamas reaching 30 homers is big. Yeah. 
Him and Rowdy. I I remember when he got traded over there. I said, this guy's a guy. Yeah. Even when he was with Tampa in the World Series, we were waiting on the Adamus like big moment. I kept telling you guys, it's coming, it's coming. I love I just there was something about him when I got to see him play in person. I, I just knew that he was going to be a guy, and he's turned into everything that the Brewers could hope uh, hope for and more. Um, and then Judge, man. Five balls over 110? <laughs> one game. In one game? Yeah. Four for five? Yeah. He, I mean, fuck, man. He is absolutely locked in. I was telling C. Rosie, man, the way his swing is right now, like fastballs are going to go to center field or right center, and then off-speed pitch is going to go to left center or like left, depending on where he catches it. But it's his path is so good. He's just getting – He's getting to his pitch recognition phase and then just letting everything take over. Like he's not even doesn't have to think right now because his swing is so good. Just see the ball and he knows that his path is going to be there. And he's either going to, like I said, take that fastball and it's going to go right center to center. Or he's going to take that off speed pitch and he's going to get out in front of it a little bit, but it's still through the ball. Just like how your swing is always through the yeah. ball. Same thing with Judge. Every once in a while, people he'll cheat on a heater if he gets to the right count and he'll pull that but just watch and even counts most of the time that's what's going to happen with him he's just never fooled he's never uncomfortable and he's doing he's he's making history uh watch every judge about from here on out i know mlb network I, I think or mlb the app i think it's free for college kids maybe get some college kids login if you're not a college kid or something i don't know uh but watch judge the rest of the way trev that brings us to our standout performances. Standout performances. Standout. Standout performances are brought to you by DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the National Football League and our John Boy Media Pick'em League. I may have gotten mine right. Niners, minus eight and a half. Whoops. DraftKings, they're offering $5 on any NFL team to win, and you'll get $200 in free bets. Also... Uh, they're doing their stepped-up same-game parlays. You can add a little juice to some bets that already have a little juice. I hit a nice one. Actually, Trev, I'll, I'll show off in your face because I know you have care. Um, you know, I got the DraftKings going this weekend. Did all right. Had a couple winners. Uh, my cool one, I boosted a parlay. Um, oh, God, Jake, you're blowing it. What are you talking about right now? Okay, I did I did the over in Washington, Detroit, over 48.5 points. Amon Ross St. Brown, anytime touchdown, and DeAndre Swift, 50 plus yards. Ten bucks to win 76. Done. Boom. Sorry about you. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code JOMBOY. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Stand out for purposes. Stand out. Why are you saying it like that? You got it, I take it? NL leads off, bro. You, 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 me, me, me. What did you yell? I'll go if you want me to go. When you were doing pop-ups. What? I got, I got it, I got it. You, you, I got you. it, you take it. I got it, yeah, you take it. Yeah, that's it? Well, I'll take it. Um, 
And I'm going to take it to Ahmed Rosario. Uh, talked about the Guardians. Talked about that beautiful doubleheader day of baseball. 24 innings of pure AL mid. Uh, Ahmed, not Ahmed. Uh, he was fantastic. An eight-hit day. I don't care how you do it. I don't care how many innings you play. I don't care if it's a doubleheader. You get eight hits during a baseball game. Uh, and that doesn't include the game-winning uh, contact on an error. Uh, Tito had some funny quotes on it. He was like, man, if, if he didn't have the day he had, we'd still be playing out there. He is a guy that has been a constant uh, for the Guardians this year. 139 games, uh, 282 batting average. Uh, the on-base won't impress you. It's a 312. Uh, and even the OPS, uh, you know, 713, won't knock your socks off. But he has been, day in, day out, so solid for the Guardians, uh, being able to play uh, shortstop and left field, uh, kind of a unique combo that you don't normally see. Uh, had a huge day at the office, and it's it's so funny when you see a guy who's locked in and you just know. It's like he, he is not the guy you want to see at the plate right now. He was that all day in the doubleheader. Um, I know Chris Rose, our, our local Guardian expert, and does baseball today with Trev. He's a big Ahmed Rosario guy, and guess what? That guy knows ball. Um, mm. So uh, shout out to one of the guys who's been a, a mainstay for the Guardians this year. Um, and man, him, Andres Jimenez, that, uh, that Lindor trade return. Not too bad, Trev. Not too bad. Looking good. Jimenez is a big part of that. But yeah, I mean, it was the Rosario show. Yeah. Nice, Jake. Thank you. I love My standout is going to go a little differently. I'm going to go with a pitcher today. I'm going Jose Quintana. He goes eight innings pitched, zero earned runs, six Ks, two hits, no walks. Mm. And, you know, great line and everything. And I guess you're wondering, well, why are you picking him? A lot of people had Great outings, uh, including a guy who's on his team, Dakota Hudson. Yeah. Innings pitch, one unearned run, five Ks. Comes back up for the minor leagues to do that. The reason I'm bringing him up is because the Cardinals made a few moves here that have just worked out, dude. Now, we know like who's going to be heading the rotation. You have Wayno, you have Michaelis, you have uh, – I mean, Flaherty's come back. He's probably like number five right now in that rotation. But you got Montgomery and you got – uh, Quintana absolutely dealing for you. Um, Quintana pitching to a 2 4 4 this year, Montgomery to a 2 3 5. If they don't have those guys, we're not talking about the Cardinals in the same light, dude. We're just not, you know. Dakota Hudson, we'll see what they do with him. Like, he's been in the minors, like, he's getting a little tune up. He comes up, does his thing in, in a double header. Now they have to decide are they going to keep him? Are they going to? I think they sent him down actually. Um, but where is he going to be in this in, in this rotation? Is he going to be a bullpen guy, like a long guy? Quintana is just going to give them depth. And when you when you have you know a long playoff series, you need guys that are going to give you innings, and he's just one of them. It's been really impressive. He kind of goes unnoticed if you look at his career. Like, yeah, you, you're just not going to mention this guy like is is with some of like the better pitchers in the league. But maybe you should, dude. You know, overall in his career, he's got a three seven eight. When you get a three in front of your ERA and you've pitched for as long as he's pitched, it's very impressive. 
overall in the year coming over from Pittsburgh. He's got a 316, 244 with the Cardinals. He's gotten better with them in in crunch time. You know, when things mean something, he's coming and stepping up. And I think that him and Montgomery, two is like super under the radar moves. We kind of were scratching our head, like, do you need these guys? Like they're just we I think we called them both innings eaters. And that could that's good, but it usually carries with it kind of like a negative connotation. Right. Like they're not going to be quality innings. They're just going to pitch a bunch of innings. And that has just not been the case for both of them. So shout out Quintana continuing to do his thing. And the Cardinals needed it in the worst way, man. Quintana and Jordan Montgomery have combined for a hundred plus innings of an ERA around two, four, um, 18 starts, uh, combined between the two of them, a, a sneaky, fantastic deadline. Uh, and yeah, man, you're right. I mean, that Cardinals playoffs talks are going to become very interesting between Wayno, Michaelis. Uh, could you give Monty a pill? I, I think you could. He's pitched in playoff games before. And you mentioned Jack Flaherty, our guy, as he's figuring it out. Is he in your rotation? Could he be that bullpen weapon? I mean, uh, there's going to be some some long guys, but Pelante, Flaherty, like they're going to have to figure out what they're doing with all these guys. Hudson, like there's going to be guys that are stretched out, which I think kind of like works in Cardinals favor. I know that's not like you want, Hey, I want five like studs in my rotation, but like sometimes it just doesn't work out like that. You need guys that are stretched out to save your bullpen in some of these games. And like, you can piggyback these dudes. Like I think they have enough pitching where it's like, Okay, like we'll just figure out spots for all these guys. Yeah. A good problem to have. That's kind of what the Dodgers have done a little bit, right? I mean, some of those some of those World Series games even, just connecting the pieces. Um, interested to see where St. Louis is at. Good standout, Trevi. I know Palante hasn't been stretched for a little bit, but see where he's is at. Is Matt's back? Steven Matz is back now. Um, this Cardinals team could... <laughs> the NL is brutal. The NL is brutal. It's going to be tough to get whoever gets through that, like, deserves more than just a National League pennant. Like, that is even just making the World Series in this National League, it's got to feel like more than that because of the amount of good teams that are, that are there. Trev, there's a lot of good standouts. There's a guy that stood out for the wrong reasons, and I need you to hype him up a little bit. Trev. Here's a guy. <laughs> I would love for you to hype up this guy on multiple levels. A, some of the stuff you'd say about this guy would be like, whoa. Uh, but Giancarlo Stanton is back in a bad way. 0 for 13. He's striking out a ton. What would you what would you tell Giancarlo Stanton? I think Stanton might just like push me out of the way and be like, yes. shut up. Yes. Like I'm all right. But what I would say is, hey, listen, bro, you got 300 M's in the bank account plus, okay? You are you have the body that everyone wants. You're 6'5", built like a freaking Greek statue, okay? You're single, I'm pretty sure, which means I know the type of parties that you throw. You've invited me to them before. You'll be all right, big fella. Hey, postseason's here. Yanks need you in the postseason. I don't care about the regular season. 0 for 13, blah, blah, blah. Go do your thing. Be who you can be. Yeah, God, he's uh he's in a bad way. I hope he finds it before October. And guess what? He could also not find it until October 11th. And then if he does in that first at bat, <laughs> That's it. he's still Giancarlo Stanton, uh, and we are not. 
Matt Olson. Oh no. Oh for 12. What? You're fine. Look, we need you to get hot too, because listen, we're, we're fighting against the Mets and we need this. And I know I can be a little harsh on you because you can take it. You have that type of mentality. Date Jake Story Alley's daughter later. Don't worry about that right now. She'll she'll be there. All right. Mm. Do your thing. We need to pass the Mets. We need to set Ooh. up our rotation. So hey, I'm putting pressure on you because you can handle it. Harold Ramirez on the Rays has been one of their breakout players this year, and he's busted out an 0 for 10. Nice hair. Still hitting 306 on the year. Rays are still in the postseason. You're a big part of the reason why. Continue to do your thing, all right? 125 OPS plus on the year. You've improved immensely. Draw from that. It's not about two series. It's about a full season, and you've been doing it, so continue to go, my guy. I think I'm going to cut the last guy off the list uh, for those at home that are in the sheet. I'm taking John Birdie off. I'm sorry, John Birdie. 0 for 9. Do your thing, run fast. And because I wanted to end on a crescendo, because the last fellow on the list is your boy, Evan Longoria. What I would say to Longo is, what do you need me to do, bro? Yeah. Can I help you out in any way possible? I don't need to pump you up. You're one of the more confident guys I've ever met, and I've drawn some of that from you. You know how I go. I go around people, I, I look at their positive traits, and I try to take something. I try to learn from people. Longo taught me to be confident in myself. Longo has been my North star in my baseball career. 100% likable guy does things the right way. Works hard has stated his position. Gold Glover can rake. I love everything. Great father. I love everything about Longoria. Don't, don't sweat it. Big dog. I got you. Whatever you need, you need me to kill somebody. I will. I'll do it for you. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Trev, this next group of guys, they don't need the pep talk right now. But they deserve some love. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. What else can we say about Jordan? I'm going to talk about him in a little bit, but 9 for 17. We'll leave it at that. Huh. Pretty good, Jordan. Renifo, we already talked about you, bro. 5 for 12, 4 homers, 7 RBIs. Judge, we know what you did. 7 for 12, 2 homers, 2 doubles, 4 RBI. Willie Adams talked about you. 5 for 11, 2 homers, double, 7 RBI. Ronald Acuna Jr., you got to do it without Ozzy, too. You can do a big guy. 4 for 11, 2 homers. Is that 4 for 11, 2 homers? It's all right. And Fuego, a little light this week. Uh, Chappie getting it going. 4 for 10, 2 homers, 4 RBI. And then William Contreras, 5 for 12, 2 homers, oh. 3 RBI. And there's more on the next sheet. Javier Baez getting it going a little bit uh, too late there. No doubt about that. Six straight to Homer, a triple, a double. He's, does he end? Uh, he was shy, just shy of a cycle. What did he need? Beavers, look that up for us, man. And then Oswaldo Cabrera of the Yankees, five for 10, a Homer, a double, two doubles, and two RBI, four walks. If a moment finds that kid in the playoffs, get excited. He, uh, it, it looks like he's got some stones. And how about Javi Baez? I know we haven't been talking a lot of Dodgers, or Dodgers, a lot of Tigers. Javi Baez been hitting the ball a little bit lately. He's having a nice month of September. Um, 379, 410-01.048 OPS. Hopefully, Javi, for him, for Tiger fans, he can carry that into next year because uh, up to September, yuck.
homer short of the cycle on September 16th, but got a homer later in the series. So Okay, that's what it was. He can get his OPS plus north of 100. I, I don't know. Small wins. Small wins in Detroit. Trev, our final part of the show is the... Mm. Awards! That was like that Drake emoji where he's like, to that. your voice, and he goes like that, to yeah. Kelsey's voice. That's Not exactly that. what I just did right but there. Give me that. And give me cuts, Trev. Uh, cuts is professional... Modern performance apparel, clothing. And by the way, there are some hot boys in baseball wearing cuts right now. How about Bryce Harper? Saw him almost naked once. Walker Bueller, been on the show, stud. Mariano Rivera, there is a clip of him and Trev uh, posted on the internet today. Mariano getting his most saves in MLB history. Trevor Plouffe grounds out powerfully to shortstop. Second base. Second base, excuse me. Chugging down the line. There would have been a shift. That would have been a hit nowadays. Anyways, cuts. They make the long sleeve Henley. It's about to get that time of year. The Northeast is making the change weather-wise that you're going to want to get a few of those lined up. That short sleeve crew neck, you know, I've got this collarbone, and if I don't show it off, I'm kind of doing a disservice to the rest of the people. So, Cuts, you need to check them out. Join the thousands of men who already have and get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash baseball. Cutsclothing.com slash baseball. 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. Go check them out. Uh, hot boy summer's winding down, but, uh, I mean, happy thoughtum coming up. Um, let's get our cuts on. Trev, no cuts when it comes to awards. Uh, Trev, I'll go first, NL today. And uh, I'm giving the pass the joint award. Um, you know, I know I know you like when I reference any of the medical stuff. Uh, I guess we are a pro, uh, pro <laughs> we are a 420 friendly podcast. I guess that's yeah. official. Yeah. Um, Go check out uh, when Trev's prediction came true. Still one of the best talking baseball episodes ever. Uh, Trev, I uh, I mentioned I don't know how much I mentioned it here. I mentioned it on Wake and Jake. Uh, I get we've done Judge Otani for a while now and wanted to see how everything sorted out and would Otani continue to be good? Would Trevor or would uh, Judge? continue to be great. They both have, and it's a different kind of special, right? Like, you could throw your Otani stats at me, and I'd say, yeah, it's nuts. Nobody's ever done that. Aaron Judge, as you just said, maybe having the best statistical offensive season we have ever seen. Uh, In an era of pitching, in a year where offense is down, like you said, uh, trying to pick those guys apart is almost becoming a fool's errand because, like, both sides are right. Where I stumbled into, I'm almost okay with them getting a co-MVP this year, if that's how it sorts out. A, it'd be great marketing for the sport. People would be talking about it. Both guys deserve it. You could start doing some commercials. Anything you can do, I can do better. Otani and Judge. You can make these guys both like international stars. And why not, right? Um, I know America, and a lot of people probably listening, just hate that concept. Most valuable player could only be one. Guess what? 
When I hear about a co-MVP from back in the day, I've never heard a single person being like, they shouldn't have shared that. I'm sure there's some old person out there that's mad about it still. But guess what? I, I think in a couple years we would move on and be fine about it. Trev, I'm starting to get to the same way with a joint NL Rookie of the Year. Because in Atlanta right now, Money Mike, Michael Harris too, in center field, has been an absolute force. Uh, remember, there was a time this year when we were talking about the Braves train not really leaving the station. And it felt like when he joined this team, they went. Um, and in 99 games, 305, Mr. Worldwide, a 344 on base, 885 OPS while playing elite defense in center field, 18 homers, 16 steals. Uh, the year this cat is having in center field may only be usurped by his friend on the mound, those thighs, Spencer Strider is the fastest to reach 200 strikeouts of any player. Ever. Ever. Randy Johnson, he beat. Ever. Spencer Strider, 20 games started, 31 games total, 131 innings pitched, 267 ERA, and a 202 strikeouts. Spencer Strider is the slight Vegas favorite as of right now. It's just the two of them up up there. They both have negative odds right now. And I tell you what, maybe I'm going soft at an old age. Um, maybe it's maybe these next couple weeks sorted out. Maybe someone has a bad couple weeks and someone has a great couple weeks and there's not an argument. I'm not betting against either of these kids. Um, I don't know. Uh, if I'm willing out to give co-awards for everything, then they're not really awards, right? But... I don't know how you pick between these two guys. What they're doing is so different and so special at the same time. Um, and like you said, I mean, Spencer Strider, ever, ever. And I think that's currently why he has the leg up with his 202 strikeouts and 131.2 innings. Um, I don't know. I'm glad I don't have a vote. How about that? Uh, it, it is really tough. Uh, I think, did you read the Vegas odds? 140 to 105. That's as close as it's going to get. Do I like the idea of um, co-rookie of the year? I do. I don't care. I, I really don't care. I think giving both of them that, that label is fine. I think both of them will be okay with it as long as they got the label. Uh, they both deserve it. Another example of how the Braves organization is just winning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I think if money might got up a little sooner when I guess both of them, like, you know, Strider didn't go into the rotation until the end of May and money. Mike, when was his debut? Did you say it? Uh, he's going to have his hundredth game played. So, I mean, he missed uh, a month or two, month and a half. I, you could argue uh, about the value for both of them. So I'm, I'm on board for it. This is going to be a very difficult decision for voters. Uh, I'd be okay if they decided to go both. He, uh, uh, Michael Harris was May 28th. He got the call. Um, and yeah, Strider, they, they messed with his usage a little bit. I mean, if you're a war person, Harris has the higher war. Um, Strider's been up essentially since the start of the year, but yeah, he didn't start getting starts until also the end of May. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know. 
All right. I love it. I think both. I'm in for that. Joints. I like that. All about them. What do you got, Trev? I'm trying to get my boy's page up. There we go. My award is going, or it's called the Buddy the Elf Award. Yes. Now, I love the movie Elf. It's a great movie. Uh, we all know Will Ferrell playing Buddy. He's a human that gets left at the North Pole. He crawls into Santa's sack. I don't want to mm. ruin the movie for Spoilers, people. He's yeah. not an elf. Oh, shit. He's not an elf. He's in the wrong world. The world, the elf world, is too small for him. Okay, he sits at the the table, the desk, and breaks it. He's riding around on the on the what's that called? The trike. It's too small for him. When I watch Jordan Alvarez on a baseball field, I feel like he's Danny Almonte, bro. Hmm. Like he shouldn't be playing at this level. Okay, like he looks like a 14-year-old playing on a 12-year-old baseball field, 200 feet, just absolutely cracking the ball. He hit three homers against the A's in his first three at-bats. They want to combine 1,329 feet. There is nothing soft about this guy. And I wanted to have more stats to back this up and talk about like his no-doubt percentage and stuff. Judge leads everyone in all of that. He's got 60% no doubt, um, 59 homers. He's has the most no doubters of anybody. That makes a lot of sense. But you go ahead and go to Jordan's um, baseball savant page. I don't think I've ever seen one better than this. And I can't, is this like right? Do I, am I clicking the wrong things? <laughs> Hard hit percentage, 100 percentile. Expected slugging, 100 percentile. A walk percentage, 97 percentile. Uh, average exit velocity, 100 percentile. Max exit velocity, 99 percentile. I can keep going on and on, people. The only thing he's not good at is, is running. He gives a shit about that. He just trots all the time. Yeah. I've been singing Jordan's praise for a long time. There's still time to jump on the bandwagon. Watch this dude hit. Tell me he's not one of the better hitters in all of baseball. His approach alone will tell you that. And then you see the power. And like the way this dude hits the ball, he looks like he's like I coach youth now, youth baseball. There are times when there's just a kid that's just bigger and just hits the ball harder and just more physical than the other kids. And there's nothing the other kids can do about it. Sometimes I feel that way about your Don. He hits the ball too hard. He hits the ball too far. He looks like he should be playing at a different freaking level, man. So he gets my buddy the Elf Award because it's like he's not even from this world. He's a freaking stud. Yeah, I mean, I just clicked on a couple of his home runs on Baseball Savant, and they end up in parts of ballparks I'm not familiar with. I, I mean, apparently there's a nice right field area in Kansas City that uh, you can sit and think you're not going to get hit with a baseball, uh, but Jordan sent one up there. Uh, he had a home run in Oakland this year that's just, you know, you see that Oakland right field and you picture where those home run balls land, and his is you know, a, a half a football field past it. Um, on the Yankees broadcast, they, you know, obviously they're talking a lot of Aaron Judge. That makes sense. And they were saying, like, who who can even make it look like this? Um, and to their credit, the only guy they really brought up was your Don. Like, with just the pure size and the ease and the consistency of being able to hit that many home runs... And he's a guy that should probably be discussed more of 
best young ball players and best hitters because he is one dotting this year now, a 1.037. He's a career 978 OPS. He's got 98 home runs at the ripe age of 25. Like this guy, you're absolutely right, Trev. It's he's from another planet. Um and he is <laughs> he's a beast. And in, in the past 2 years He's hit 37 home runs this year in 122 games. He would be the only one that if he had been healthy the whole year, wouldn't even be, he still wouldn't be in judges range, but he'd probably be sitting at the high 40s and you'd be like, wow, this guy's a, a nut job. Actually, as I was, shi- I was uh, sifting through some stats on Baseball Savant, they have the average, oh, let me tell you something. I found something that Judge deficient in. Nice. Might cost him the MVP. Okay. Average home run trot. Mm. Slow it down, big boy. Get to the Vladdy Guerrero Jr. and the Rafael Devers. They're averaging twenty eight point seven seconds per home run. Yeah. This is I, I I narrowed it down to home run hitter, so twenty five homers is the minimum you can have on my gotcha. list. Vladdy Devers, Machado, Soto, Santander taking his time. Adelis Garcia, and guess what? Rowdy's seventh. 27 seconds and judge all the way down to 22nd on that list. 23.7 seconds to get around the bases. Is it because of the long strides? Yeah. I don't know, but slow down, big guy. Long stride. Takes more work to, to slow down those those hush puppies. Um, Hitting you, a lot of homers. I don't have that much time. Let's, let's, look, up the, let's look at the worst average. I, I want five home runs now. Okay. Minimum. Slowest trots. Ad- Give me like a Yachty. Ronald Acuna Jr., baby. Yeah, buddy. 29.2. Okay. Enjoy him, Ronnie. Enjoy him. Um, Trev, yeah, great stuff. Uh, Jordan's one of those guys I don't think we can talk about enough. Um, one of the best young players in the game, an argument to be like the best hitter in the game. Uh, and Jordan's 25 years old. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh, he might be chasing down five bills one day, which, by the way, I said might because a lot of stuff can happen in a baseball career, and Albert Pujols is going for 700 the next couple weeks. So tune in to my guy. Uh, guys, we are going to be talking to you midweek, Friday recap. We might have history on our hands by then. I'm going camping. You're going People camping. People know this. I'm going to be out. I'm going to do the midweek tomorrow. won't be there Friday. Do I have to bring my stuff in case we get these home runs? I don't know. I mean, I I like when you travel with your stuff anyways. I'm going to bring my stuff. Bring your stuff. Just to have if there's if I got to go with freaking trout-laced hands, yeah. smelling like salmon eggs and power bait, and deliver mm. you know, a show for the people, I will. Comment in the below. Comment below about Trevor Plouffe's fishy-smelling hands. Um, thank you, guys. Ran a long one today because guess what? It's basically playoff series. We stumbled into, like, three fake playoff series this week. Enjoy the baseball. Enjoy keep going right now. Fuck it. Let's we'll go. Keep going. Let's keep it rolling, babes. We're out of here. Uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, best of luck to your team, I guess. And uh, we'll see you back Wednesday. Tylon Walker, 7.1. Best friend of the week. Stud. Hot. Big feet.
Love you, chat. Way to, way to step oh, it up. Huge today. chat day. Jigsaw. I'm not going camping at a tent, people. What do you think this is? 30-foot class A. I'm taking it up there. Seven-hour drive. I'm on the wheel of the 